Hey. Hey. Hi, guys. So <laughs> we talking about guys. Stop talk what? to me. Oh no, we have an audience, but yeah, no, I, we yeah. don't have an audience. <laughs> I like to think we have an audience. <laughs> we don't have an audience. I like to think we have an audience. Okay. Or like hi, hi Tom. Hi Sophia. Right. Okay. Let's let's start with let's start from there. <laughs> My days. You never know who's gonna listen to this. Okay. There's technically the audience. It could even be you listening back. Right as you were. Okay. Yeah. So, um, right now I'm horizontal <laughs> because. Unlike the powerhouse that is Sophia and and all the other Muslims in the world, one point, how many billion again? Too many. (laughs) No, what is the number? How many? I don't know, one point. The last time I I checked into the database, it was was 1.6. I think it's like 1.7 nearly. So yeah, unlike the 1.7 that are now at this point a week into their fasts, Uh I basically... Because I'm here f- um, with Sophia for Iftar. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it would be right if I was to also fast today. So obviously, I'm naturally feeling the effects of the first day. Yes. You've um, come. You've come for Iftar. What's another way of saying it? Breakfast. Breakfast, as Sophia likes to say. <laughs> the first time you said that to me, I was like, "Breakfast is in the morning," I and know. I was like, "Wait, no, no, slow it down. Break fast. Oh, it yeah. makes sense." Because my, because we're here to have iftar with my mum, yeah. who who is not Muslim, <laughs> and I was raised to call it breakfast, but like I don't know how else to. So call did it. she come up with it, or did your? Or... I'm not. I th- well, it might have been my dad with broken English. Yeah. But I think it, I think it was my mum. Oh, it's like <laughs> he probably know. needs to say, "I need to break my fast." I need break to break my fast, fast and, and then, then it just yeah. So now for the, as long as I can remember, I've just called it breakfast. Yeah. And now, in hindsight, and it wasn't until a couple of years ago when I realised that that was perhaps a slightly immature way of approaching it, <laughs> and that maybe if you call it the what it's supposed to be called, yeah. I didn't even have the word for it. I didn't know it was called iftar. Yeah, I F T A R. Yeah, I didn't know that's what I was called. And then I also used to call the the morning one breakfast as yeah. well. Which doesn't make any it doesn't, sense. It doesn't, yeah. It's like that's. Because you're about to start the fast, not break it. You start fast or Start so. fast? No, we're going to call it that. So, anyway, so, you're, so you've, you've come for iftar today. Yeah. And in and anticipation. You're feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. But uh, to be honest, because I've. Um, this time is different. I remember last year I did it um, mm-hmm. on that one day and I really, really felt it. This time I feel a lot better. And Why? I, f- I don't know. I feel like because of. Um, like I've done like I think over the course of this year I've done a lot of like endurance patience tasks in some way or some kind of form or fashion Mm -hmm. and I knew that like today especially when I was at my most hungry I was just like no don't let those voices of of hunger control you like you control it this is Mm -hmm. supposed to be like like as like a sacred act it's not supposed to be like you torturing yourself use it to your advantage mm. and then i went for a walk and i just felt at peace again and yeah there's that constant feeling of wanting to eat and also as well like it gives you like i don't know like it shows you that you can be disciplined you don't need to just like be a slave to like your cravings and stuff but yeah well, that's the whole point of it is, yeah. to, is to demonstrate that you can show discipline yeah. and you are more disciplined than you think you are yeah, exactly yeah. so when we just 
succumb to our desires or our vices. Yeah. You know, that that's those that's the base that's sort of the lowest of our potential. Yeah. Is just doing what we want whenever we want it. Mm. It's I, only when we forego those things can we elevate ourselves. I'd also um when you know when you said doing what you want want when we want it. Mm-hmm. I I'm starting to believe it's the opposite. I feel like um we're as I said, I use the word slave to like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like thought contagions. These are like sure. ideas that are just given to you and you're just playing it out. Like the idea will pop in your head, let me eat. And it's like, no, why are you eating? Why are you, are you a slave yeah. to your thoughts and are your you, desires? Are you eating because you want to eat or is it because you've saw an ad for something? Or because yeah. you're bored or because you're yeah. emotionally, you know, struggling. But for me, it's like, it's not just the food. It's yeah. what I've, what I've noticed about this week is my attachment to social media. Yeah. And this is funny because I listened to the interview of J. Cole. J. Oh, which one? Yeah. So that, that was released like that. last week. Yeah. Yo, I've listened to that a couple of times. Yeah. Because it's fire. But it, he also talks about social media and the impact that social yeah, media I remember has that on part, you. Yeah. And that I, so I'm fasting and I'm listening. And typically I don't watch TV. I don't, um, listen to music yeah. throughout Ramadan. Yeah. But I listened to this because it was it was actually so helpful for me spiritually. Yeah. Because I um I just got an understanding of life from his perspective, what social media can do for you and how it how it does actually enslave you. And he was talking about how he cut cut it out for an entire yeah. month. But actually, you know, coming back into it, you're still falling into the same exactly, patterns. Yeah. And actually you just need to be confronted with it and then you can you know just elevate yourself and rise above it yeah um and not feel like you have to just check it every five minutes yeah my my ten my propensity to to check instagram is unhealthy not because for for no other reason other than like i've got better stuff to do with my time like why am i nothing's up and i had the same tendencies with facebook before i deleted facebook because yeah. i deleted it because i just i would just check it like every other hour every hour every half hour, like whatever i felt and nothing would have changed but i kept checking it so i say that to say that the discipline that you can demonstrate is not just with food it's yeah. it's with it's other with things. everything that yeah. you rely on in in your day-to-day life and it's with all the things that you use to comfort yourself or to yeah. fill the void within yourself. And it's only when you let go of those things can you recognize, okay, that that was filling some kind of void. Yeah. What is that void? What what is it that I need to need to address? Um yeah. I also feel like as as you said, like I feel like we <laughs> we're controlling too much. And it's like when you let go and like you don't like succumb to like controlling or like dictating what happens it frees you up to um to do other things or to focus on other aspects um be it like maybe having a healthier relationship with whatever your vice is um concentrating on god or like just i feel like it just gives you way more room and like by because yeah like i've obviously i can only imagine from from the outside like what how like what kinds of insights and what kinds of experience and like how freeing it must feel 
at the moment. Um, like, so I guess that's kind of the first question I want to ask you. Oh, okay, <laughs> nice little segue. Which is, um, <laughs> can I can I interrupt you and say, yeah. would you mean you're? It's not from the outside. You've done it today. You fasted today. No, the only reason why I say from the outside is because obviously I've only done it for one day. You're several well, days got, into well, it. Then all you got to do is another thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I feel Come like on. your mental experience right now and your mental mind state well, will probably be. A, yeah, it, it's about the long game. Yeah, it's yeah. much more like I can do it today and then and then just yeah. sort of forget about it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like you're you're plugged into this, so that's why yeah. I, I want to know from your perspective. Go on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. um. Yeah, just on that point, like um. Like I know it might be only a weekend, but um, do you feel like you've regained like any new headspace, or like do you feel like a sense of freedom at the moment, or is it too is it still too soon? Freedom and what in what like sense? from vices? Like, do you feel like you're um yeah. you're you're now open to like new things that you wouldn't have had the time for maybe before, or like mentally, mm. or is it still too a bit soon for that? It's it's not about being too soon. It's it. I think it's just where your mental state is at yeah. that will dictate how that plays out for you. Yeah. I feel like I've set myself free in regards to music. Yeah. I just don't feel the need. Yeah, exactly. And it's only when you, it's only when you stop listening to music, do you realize all the crap you're listening to? Like truly, like. Yeah, people look at McDonald's and all these kebab shops as like that's bad things that we're putting inside our bodies I'm but putting, then <laughs> i'm putting negative lyrics and putting yeah. negative like people's like emotions thoughts actions into my into my head like and then i'm bopping along to that that crap song what was i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name and shame because i know he's listening no <laughs> No, also, let's just yeah. name some some rapper from Toronto. Oh, shade! We all know this no, one. It's, no, it's it, it's not him. It's not what you think it is. But anyway, anyway. Oh, the other one. Yalla, it's not. We're not. Oh, okay. Okay, come on now. No, I was gonna it's just Ramadan. say we're not gonna throw shade. <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep it peaceful. But my point being <laughs> yeah, that on. I'll be listening to like music that is. Look, and this comes from someone that is in love with music. I love yeah. music so much, and it and. But it, but it is something I rely on too much, and it's only yeah. So like that, there's there's some songs that I'll be bopping along to like this song about whiskey, and I'm like, why? I don't even drink. Like, what am yeah. I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> bopping? Like, why? And obviously, don't you know? Don't even get me started on all the songs about like women yeah. and you know the way women are portrayed and and just the way people. I don't know, also, just, as like, well, glamorize different things. I'm and you know, it goes deeper than the songs or lyrics as well. Sometimes, like you know, um, like for example, I'm thinking about the housey techno, um, mm-hmm. techno stuff. Um, like, you know, like when you're in the films, in the movies, and like there's a scene, maybe like I don't know, like a gangster scene, and there's like gangster music that comes on, or it's like if you're watching an Italian mobster film, there's like violins. Like even like, it's basically the point I'm trying to make is um when you're like scanning your music and stuff, you also got to scan the moods of like even yeah, instrumental yeah, yeah. like yeah, totally. bass music because that can also have an effect on how you feel. Like right now, no, it, yeah. but it physiologically does. Like yeah. it's proven to impact your heart rate, yeah. to impact like everything. But for us to 
to not acknowledge the impact music has on us positive yeah. and negative would be really naive and during ramadan i've i've just freed myself from it i've just not by not engaging in it i'm more critical of the stuff i do put into my body like food wise mm. and music wise and conversations yeah. and you know just everything that you take in with your senses you have control over those yeah. things you know i can choose i can choose to you know look at certain things i can choose to listen to certain things and you know me giving myself that option to choose mm. whereas before i would never feel like i had the option i i just you know it just gives you a little bit more perspective on the things that you did take in yeah and i hope going forward like i will just have have more of an awareness as to what i'm putting into my body yeah and i have to say music was a far bigger problem a couple like a few years ago yeah and i remember it feeling so difficult to to stop listening and yeah. year on year it's just getting progressively easier that's not to say that i never listen to music anymore but i i'm kind of i'm happy that i come this far where it is just becoming yeah more of a you know source of enjoyment and not a vice yeah it, you know it, it, it can be that and it should be that if I'm going to listen to it, it should be because I want to, because yeah. I'm intrigued by, you know, or I really respect an artist and I want to listen to their, their work. But it shouldn't be because I cannot stand silence on a train yeah. to work, you know. So that's that's been helpful. Yeah. Um. What else? What was the other thing? Free Freedom. Um, yeah, no, just how have you experienced freedom? If you have, yeah, I know it's too soon. Like... Or like what sense of optimism do you have? Like just how, like, do you feel lighter? Yeah, I don't feel lighter. I feel like I've come to a, a junk, like a certain juncture in my life where I have recognized that I need to give myself a break, mm. like mentally, spiritually. I need to just give myself a shot, give myself a chance and not put so much pressure on myself to do X, Y, Z. So that could be, um, I mean, as of, shall I? Uh, sorry, yeah, I, re go on. I recently got a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming on another podcast episode. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the hardest things that I've had to, I know it's not, and this is all relative, obviously. And I've, uh, no, to be fair, I've dealt with, I've dealt with harder, but like, as of recent, this is one of the hardest things I've had to deal with, just the, the stress and the pressure of, and, and the patience I had to have to endure. <laughs> Trust me. Like, it was mad. You saw it. I saw it. I experienced and it. I have, through all of that time, been on this certain level of adrenaline yeah. and fo focus on just getting, a, just getting it, just getting it, like reaching for it, working on it, hustling. Like, every, every night I'd be at home like on the job hunt weekends job hunt and if i wasn't on my second job like yeah i was on one and then it it feels so strange because now i've got this free time and i was putting so much pressure on myself to get that thing mm. i got it and then now i'm like okay what can you put pressure on yourself to do next yeah. and that's not a healthy way yeah. to live and <laughs> And, and it's only because I've been fasting that I don't have ways to distract myself. So I've really had to sit with that. Yeah. And 
and think about my my initial thoughts were you're not doing enough what you what are you not doing mm. like why why aren't you you know um because prior to ramadan i wrote a list uh, of all the things i wanted to work on yeah. personally so i was like beating myself about up about that like why are you not working on those things why have you not checked a youtube lecture on it why have you yeah. not you know read a book on it why have you not done this that that, that? that's not healthy like i've realized as of yesterday last night even yeah um you know so on the eve of the first week of fasting that this isn't a healthy way to live mm. and and thankfully i'm not in this like negative headspace where it's like drag it's dragged me down to a you know i've spiraled out of control and mm. You know, I've got like I'm riddled with anxiety or anything. It's nothing like that, but it is. It is just a little niggle that if I didn't, if I didn't address it, it would it would become something of of like a self worth thing. Of yeah. Like, are you good enough? Because you're putting so much pressure. I'm putting so much pressure on myself to get all this all this stuff done. Yeah. That I'm not here for the now. I'm not like pre I'm not present. I'm not engaged. Yeah. I'm not appreciating every little moment in my life. I'm yeah. not looking at um, you know, I'm not looking at the sunrise and like thanking God for my being here. And I'm not being present when I'm speaking to somebody because I'm so busy like beating myself up about what I haven't been doing that day. And that's just not okay. So thankfully, you know, recognize that. Let's work on that now type thing. Um, and that's, you know, hopefully that's inshallah that's gonna free me up even mm. more like I'll, I'll just see an opening yeah where i can um basically take care of myself a little bit more it was funny because it was um at the same time of seeing i listened to russell brand's live q a yeah again something i need to finish watching yeah i'm good at starting i need to finish but he was talking about like recognizing the divinity in yourself and like the spirit in yourself and basically don't beat yourself up darling like because yeah. he was talking to this um woman in her 40s who was talking about low self-esteem and i don't consider myself to have low self-esteem by any stretch of the imagination yeah. like if anything i need to like humble myself a bit <laughs> no, no no but you know what i'm saying um and i've worked hard on that i've worked yeah. hard especially if, as women like it's you have to work on your self-esteem you have to and i feel like i've i've I'm just in a comfortable space. Like I'm, yeah. I'm happy with myself, like everything. But there is some, because I'm trying to, I've worked on myself. Now I've got to work on myself even more. And you just have to chip away at yeah. parts of your personality that you're not happy with or that don't serve you. And, you know, you chip away at the marble to reveal the, the sculpture. Yeah. I'm just being, I'm, I'm that guy that's like, why aren't you chipping? Like at 6 a.m., why aren't you chipping away? Yeah. Like, no, relax. Like, relax. What are you doing? Like, time it, it takes time. And like Russell Brand saying to me last night on the Q&A, like, you know, just you're doing like, oh, what did he say? Basically recognize the divinity in yourself and that you are enough. And like, just keep at it. Just take care of yourself. Keep mm. going. Um, and that there is no rush with all of this. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I felt like there's been a rush or I felt a certain pressure because Ramadan's for a limited time. time yeah. So I've only got three weeks left. Yeah. I know it sounds like, but I'm, I promise you it goes so quickly and I'll, yeah. I'll be saying in, a, in three weeks time, I'll be like, where's all the time gone? So for now I feel like, okay, you've got three weeks left. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. So that was a lot of my mental state as well was trying to think about how to make this as productive as possible. But what I learned, um, 
on the first day, <laughs> even oh, yeah, <laughs> last Thursday, I sat with it and because obviously it was the first day, I was hungry, I hadn't eaten, hadn't drank, and I came home, broke my fast, and I I came and I sat with myself and I thought, okay, that was hard. That was a hard day. Like yeah. you haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Um, that's enough. Like you've you've done enough. You didn't have to go above and beyond yeah. and like reveal this amazing quality of yourself or have a major epiphany yeah. or, you know, read the entire Quran or, you know, d- or reach some level of enlightenment. Yeah. You just did what was the bare minimum to do and it was hard and that was the point. Is yeah. that that enough was hard and there is reward in that. Yeah. You showed discipline simply by doing those things. Um, and that's sort of what I've had to sit with is sort of freed me up a little bit this week yeah. as well because that was a bit a bit of a wake up call that on the first day I basically got humbled because <laughs> I was I was flexing before I was like yeah the food and the drink don't matter it's all about your personality traits it's all about <laughs> you know gossip it's about it and it absolutely is about those things yeah. too um, but I just had to sit with the fact that no, you had a hard day today yeah. because you were just hungry, and that's the point, yeah. you know. So, alhamdulillah, like I've, I've just from day one, it's sort of there's been some this sort of lesson of sort of giving yourself a break, yeah. taking care of yourself. It's about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. Um, just give yourself a chance, like all of these sort of motifs have been ruminating mm. um and then it sort of culminated in last night where i was like okay new approach stop yeah. stop with the pressure just and you know now i've got all this free time because i'm not on the on the hunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> i um i can now choose that time wisely going back to j cole yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's an album i'm kind of missing to be fair yeah you'll have it it's good yeah i still need to finish it i've got like two more songs that oh, annoys yeah. me. So you know that's the thing, that's how much I'm in, into music I am. Like like someone like you, you just enjoy music yeah. and, and it's not something you're attached to. Yeah. And you can go weeks without finishing it. And I'm sitting here like frustrated <laughs> at you that you haven't listened to it twenty times. To by be now. to be fair, I wouldn't normally do that. You know me, I love sitting down and doing my my one like I love sitting down with an album for the first time and listening to it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um it was just on that occasion I was not in the right headspace to receive that album. Okay. Um, and that's sadly, t- and I will get back on the topic, Dorian, but it's sadly like tainted like my experience of the album, hence why I'm taking longer than usual okay. to get through it. Okay, I've lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, okay. But yeah, I'm just going back to what you were saying, like you got humbled yeah how so how do you feel now are you still in that humble state of mind today i had a hard day yeah. today i felt really hungry and oh it was funny last last yesterday on the way home from work yeah um i had a coughing fit on the train and i was begging for some water <laughs> oh crap oh yeah yeah. True, yeah so like stuff like that yeah. like that's the thing that is that is the essence of it yeah. you know if you do nothing else that was enough. Yeah. It's a hard it's hard out here. <laughs> Doing eighteen hours, no food, no water. Like and I'm not gonna front anymore mm. about that. Like I I think for the so many years I've just tried to elevate above like just yeah. 
just rise above that and you know i think ask me in two weeks time and i probably would have because mm. it just will become my new schedule yeah um but you know it's hard it's hard but i just it's not impossible and it never was yeah. and it never will be unless i'm obviously unwell or if there's a reason why i shouldn't fast yeah but if i'm healthy and and you know willing there is absolutely no reason why I can't go on. And it's actually funny because you get like a peak of struggle. Yeah. So like midday. Yeah, exactly. Lunchtime. Midday, 11 a.m. is when my, my belly starts to like rumble. Get, and it also like food. get hunger pains. Yeah. So that's the point is like, I think, and I, I think they've done studies on it. In the first week, you're just adjusting. And then basically when, you're, when your body adjusts and gets into a new routine, you just feel better than ever. And yeah. that's why I've always experienced some Can sort I of waiting for that to happen. I was gonna well I feel like you just answered it but I was gonna ask you um so obviously basically do you feel like over the years that you've been fasting do you feel like your body adjusts quicker to um well I don't know I can't say I haven't looked in that's the thing I haven't recorded that's okay. why I'd like to do this yeah. in future because I'd like to be able to say how I'm feeling and yeah. then look back on it and see if that's something that I you know no because that's, in, that's interesting I, yeah. I, I don't know um but I know that typically, you know, your body adjusts and then you feel fine. And yeah. then that's why towards the end, you're like, oh, is that over? Like, I feel great. Yeah. I don't want this to, <laughs> I don't want to stuff my face tomorrow. But that obviously you do. There's yeah. that part of your mind that's like, yes, oh my God. Because probably I can, obvious, get, that, I can yeah. get that morning coffee. I can get that pastry. <laughs> da, da. Um, and actually, I mean, not, I, I'm cautious about saying this because I don't want it to become about this. Mm. But I've also lost weight. Yeah, I was about to go on to the health benefits of fasting, which yeah. there are some. But like, I know that that's not like, I've always been really, this is the first time I weighed myself yeah. in Ramadan. I've never done it before. Yeah. But in Ramadan, culturally, it's such a, I think I remember saying it like last time, like it's about, it's like Christmas. Like yeah. it's this huge celebration. It's like, it's like Thanksgiving every single night. Like yeah. you have this big spread with your family and your friends and you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat yeah. <laughs> until you can't eat anymore and that's cultural that's not Islamic yeah just to make the distinction that basically like if I go to Morocco yeah they're not going to let me have a couple of bites and then call it a day they're going to like shove yeah, through my mouth yeah was a big deal <laughs> yeah and like when I was when I lived there I I turned heads like amongst my family yeah. because I would have a, a date I'd have some water and then I'd go and pray. Yeah. And they'd be like, why, what, you're done? Like, you know, like uh, we stuff our faces yeah. first before we go pray. <laughs> like, why are you not Wait, stuffing your face? I'm going to quickly pause you. So um, what's the protocol around iftar? Okay, so the perfect iftar. Like, okay. Well, there's there's what it should be and then what it's sort of become a little bit. Go oh, hear me with both. Okay, so it should be... so. Um, the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him would break his fast with a date so that's and not to go on a tangent but basically like following the Prophet Muhammad's example is called the sunnah so it's sunnah to eat a date before you break your fast and there's a lot of health benefits with eating a date um, when, when you've because of the nutrients it has when you break your fast you have um, some water and then some you know, maybe a bite to eat of some of what you've prepared and then you go pray you pray the sunset prayer um and then you return and you eat some more or whatever 
um, you shouldn't delay praying. So you should just break your fast with the bare minimum that's required, like a date and some water, and then do, go pray and then come back and eat. The food will be there when you get back, basically. And you shouldn't let your eyes deceive you, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. Like, don't get a look, don't get lured in by yeah. the food. Focus on why why you're doing this in the first place. Um, and then what's it become? What's it become? <laughs> There's positive and negative to yeah. it because I think I think also. So that's that's a personal thing. What yeah. I just said. I don't know. You know what it's like depending on how many family members you have and all mm. that kind of stuff. But it's encouraged that you have you know your family with you um that if people are alone sort of like how there's those christmas campaigns if someone's alone for christmas yeah. invite them over it's the yeah. same principle if you know people that are alone or they they can't cook for themselves or whatever you invite them to yours for iftar yeah. um you make you make enough food for everybody but people go above and beyond and they make all the most delicious food like yeah and they've they, and everything's fried and delicious like ah oh, man getting hungry <laughs> i'm just kidding but you know like all the best food um culture like cultural food so if yeah. you're in morocco you make the moroccan stuff if you're from bangladesh you're gonna make that stuff um and then it's just this huge table just full of food mm. um and then you just stuff your face you just go and you go and you go and it's like you know like thanksgiving basically yeah. um and then you all just go oh, i'm really full yeah you're are you full yeah all right then, boom. And then dinner will come. Yeah. So, so that's breaking your fast. <laughs> oh and, then, and then they've prepped dinner. They, no wonder why, I, I keep saying to you, loads of my friends put on a lot of weight. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so they put on weight, which is precisely the, that's the opposite of the desired effect. Because yeah. if you're fasting, you're supposed to be eating less. You're supposed to be detoxing physically. Yeah. So your body's de- ridding itself of the to- of like the crap that you put in it. Yeah. Um, your blood sugar regulates itself. Um, you lose, you know, some weight, which is what you can afford to lose yeah. more often than none than not. Um, people with eating disorders aren't supposed to fast because obviously the mental yeah, impacts yeah, yeah. that it has. Um, so people that are ill, not just physically but mentally, um, you know, if it's if it's harmful for them to fast, they shouldn't. If it's triggering, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Um, and then for me personally, I've never weighed myself or anything, but I, I wanted to check this year because last year I don't remember putting on weight or lose. I don't remember. Mm. Um, and this year I've, you know, I've lost weight. Um, thankfully it's not, I'm, I can afford to lose it because so, I'm, <laughs> if it, well, actually my doctor said I should lose weight anyways. That's another, that's a whole other thing. That's a, that's another rant that I have <laughs> for later because she ain't got no clue. No, but anyway. <laughs> Um, but yeah no nothing drastic it's not like I'll lose two stone at the end of this month it's totally fine you know Um, and I guess that's just you know comes with it yeah and obviously I'll probably put it all back on eventually but nice to it feels good to give my body a break yeah and also when I'm when I'm breaking my fast I'm very selective about what I eat yeah because I'm like you know this is this is this is your meal that you're gonna have. Yeah. And then you ain't gonna get another one. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, you need those nutrients. Right. Yeah. So I'm quite conscious of what I'm putting in my body. Like yesterday, I made the stupid mistake of having a um microwave spinach and cannelloni. <laughs> spinach and ricotta cannelloni. Man, that's my favorite microwave meal. Yeah. 
but this whole time I've been keeping it fresh, like fresh meals. Yeah. Da, da. Yo, I was so ready. I was so ready to like get into it, but it tasted funny. It had like this weird. I was gonna say I, I think it was like off, way. or it wasn't off, yeah. but like it just. And I just didn't feel good for the rest of the night. My bu- my my belly was like rumbling and rumbling and rumbling. I was like, this isn't good. Ah! I was really I, scared. I was gonna say PSA. Last time I went into Waitrose, um, I saw they do cannelloni spinach and um, but yeah. like a fresh one. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, but then it and doesn't then, have the tomato sauce. Oh, I thought it was the cheese and the. the no, well, but you want like you basically the bechamel. Want, come on now, you want the convenience. Thought, they don't yeah. have the bechamel on top. Oh, okay. No, but I thought like if you just get that and then you get the you make your own bechamel or you well, buy then some that's bechamel. More expensive. Okay, the yeah, one true. from Waitrose is two seventy. Come on now. But you can okay, anyway. what goes into your body. <laughs> True. Okay, yeah, PSA. Shout out to our sponsors, Waitrose. No. <laughs> they got that royal no, stamp of approval. On. I'm Whatever. a Tesco guy, but I rate Waitrose. Stop it. Technically, my, my closest supermarket. <sighs> okay, bye. Everything to them is essential. <laughs> essential dinner, mayonnaise, essential foie gras, essential... Stop it. <laughs> You name it, it's Go essential. <laughs> essential goose on? fat. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> You've essentially gone off topic. <laughs> essential caviar. <laughs> okay, are you yeah, done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm going mm-hmm. out my sister. <laughs> essential if I'm yours. <laughs> right, anything else? No, I'm good. Oh. oh, sorry. No, I thought you meant joke-wise. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> no, in terms of questions, I guess coming back to the foundational structure behind this podcast, um, <laughs> what have you learned and what are you looking forward to just generally with the next week ahead? Okay. So, um, I've learned... I've just learned, I've just noticed a few things. I've observed a few things about myself this week. Um, So I've tried to practice um, being more, being more conscious with my speech Mm -hmm. and um, not engaging in as many conversations, like just sort of fruitless conversations as I usually do. Mm. Because I'm, I'm quite chatty. um, But I recognize that that is so... (laughs) You want to be uh, well. I I want to be somebody that not not somebody that doesn't talk much, but when they talk, it changes the world. Nothing like that. But somebody that is just a bit more conscious of what they say and how it impacts people, and is just a bit more mindful, and doesn't get caught up in in just any old conversation about any old thing. Mm. And that's played out a couple of times this week where there's been some gossiping and I've tried not to engage in it. Mm. Um, Or I just haven't engaged in it. Uh, I should also point out that the environment that you are in is definitely, it really is prone to a lot of gossip at the moment because of circumstances. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, Which is And like some people might disagree because they might have seen me involved in a conversation, but... I've definitely made a conscious effort of like, yeah. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to mention people's names. I'm not going to talk about people. I'm not going to. And you think, oh, well, that's easy. But just give, just try it one day. Try not, try not mentioning someone else's name for a day. 
in like any other in any other scent any other way other than positive mm. like don't try not to do it and just see how if you're in an especially if you're like you said in an environment where that's normalized it is quite challenging um so i've noticed that about myself i need to just sort of be mindful of that um also swearing at my at my job um and I had a second job, which I recently finished. Um, but they're very sweary. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like the culture, like, you know, and then I would just find myself, like I'd be f- like flipping an egg or whatever. And I'd, and I'd be like, oh, ish. Like, I just like swear. <laughs> and like, or if I like burnt the toast, I'd be like, oh, yeah. F this. Or, you know, <laughs> and um, I'm not, and I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, swearing's bad. Because it's obviously, like, do you, isn't it? Just do you. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not here to judge people that swear. Like, I'm not like, oh, ladies shouldn't swear or anything. No, I'm not about that. I just don't like doing it myself. For me, for me, for me, only for yeah. me, I don't like doing it. And I don't, and I just, I feel like I could say, I could convey myself in a more impactful, better, more positive way. Yeah kind of going back to what i was saying about speech just be more mindful of my speech in general mm-hmm. and like swearing is just one of those things like swearing and gossiping are two things that yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna like kill anyone but it's just something that i don't like about yeah what you know i just feel like i can do better so that's that's me um and then also just like speaking too much just like just talking to fill the time to you know have fill an awkward silence or to try and like make someone feel comfortable but like you know when you don't have the option to drink water um your mouth gets dry real quick and you have to just be a bit more conscious of it because you have to preserve your energy during the day yeah and you'd be surprised how much energy you wait like you feel breathless after having a long conversation with somebody Mm. um and you just feel mentally tired and everything. So that's just something I've tried to to keep up with. Um, and then, like I said, just, just feeling, being mindful of the amount of time I go on social media. That's been some, a real eye-opener. Like even even today, I'd be on the train, I'd be looking through and looking through, and then next thing you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm on it. Why am I on, why am I on, on, so why am I on this again? It's so addictive. I can't. Uh, anyway, so I get annoyed with myself. Good so just, you just hope, you just want to be somebody that can control it. Going back to what J. Cole said, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, he was talking about like, you want to feel like you have control over the situation. I want to feel like every decision I make in my life is something that I've made for me and I'm con- I'm controlling what's happening. I feel like he's he pointed out something like no one's cracked that code yet mm. because people are doing even one of two things. They're either addicted to it or they've run away from it. Mm. But no one's actually overcome it. Well, not no one, but it's 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 rare to find someone that's like, oh yeah, I don't need enough. I'm done. I've got my feel. Like someone yes. that's actively empowered and they're yes. they're controlling their usage of it. Uh, yeah, it's because it it taps into certain parts of your brain, doesn't it? Yeah, the same dopamine. parts that hit that cocaine hit. Like for example, Instagram's got a new. Um, it's so subtle but even i saw the effects of it so they've rolled out a new update where like underneath like each post there's like five emojis um so for example like reaction so when you go in the comment section which i love to do you instantly see the five um 
emoji and normally i would never comment on anything unless i'm tagging somebody in something or mm-hmm. i'd send it to them but then i've noticed maybe like a handful of times three or four times this week because i've seen like oh that a reaction that i'm having right now is one press away i can just do it i've actually gone ahead and done it and it's like <laughs> you know twerp <laughs> yeah they've controlled like think about it they've they've saw oh yeah he probably likes this post okay let's get him to actually like it and comment yeah. and stuff because we need to get less money from these advertisers so we need to demonstrate that people are actually engaging like mm. it, it's the pool like honestly like and now that i work in an environment where like I have seen the back end of some of these social media pages. Like there's whole armies behind this. Like it's it's yeah, we're up completely. against it. <laughs> like it's not an easy battle. Yeah. Um I just saw this one thing about controlling the tongue. Yeah. So just going back to speech. Yeah. Cause I, I think the reason basically fasting is not just about um they so there's this like sort of there's a sentiment that it's about controlling what's between your legs and what's mm-hmm. between your lips. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that if you can control your urges, your deepest yeah. desires sexually, mm-hmm. but also if you can control what you say basically what you do with your mouth, like yeah. what you eat, what you drink, what you what you say. If you control those things you've you've really master discipline and if you can discipline yourself then you are you know away with the with the fairies you are i don't know what's the word you're you're good you're a good you're you're golden you're not gonna get yourself in silly situations because you've got yourself in check because you won't be easily yeah so like that's so they they talk there's a lot of literature islamic literature about controlling the tongue Mm. um and breaking the two desires and that sort of thing um so i've i've have i have like basic knowledge of those things and that sort of you know developed over the years and just become more and more conscious of it and now it's something that i'm definitely trying to prioritize even if it's something i'm not i don't feel is a problem i don't feel mm. like me i don't perfect. feel like i'm a i'm you know really harmful when i talk i don't feel like i have you know major issues with that sort of thing but you know it's just something that i think is really it's it's part of the process also Um, as well don't or is it don't was the the term don't sweat the small stuff mm -hmm. yeah like don't underestimate the value of working on something that you perceive as small yes yeah because like um a simple fork in the road like a simple like Oh, like for example, I right, because I've been working with baseball stuff. If you change the degree, like maybe like by one percent, that's gonna have a massive effect when it's like a hundred feet down the line. Like there's a difference between it going out of the the park and it ending up in the stands. Yeah, you're talking to me, who has no effing clue what you're talking about. I'm talking about a pitcher throwing a ball at baseball. Yo, you've been on you've been on job for like three days and you're already talking in a different language, whatever. Just because that's your little job now. Honestly. But yeah, not the point I'm making is the small stuff matters too. It might seem small, but it's okay. up to you to be big enough to take care of the small stuff because you are an excellent person when it comes to taking care of stuff. You every yeah, little if you detail can master matters. those things. It's just about yeah. mastering the stuff. Um also the so yeah talking about mastering yourself i think we'll 
we'll finish on layers. Um, basically, there is a. I've, I've spoken to you about this before. So in Islam, there's three dimensions. Mm. There's Islam, which is, if you think about a pyramid, Islam is the base. Um, that's the practice, the way you practice your faith. So prayer, fasting, you know, doing good work in the world, the deeds, that the good deeds you, you do and that kind of stuff. Then there's Iman, which is the the vertical, which is your connection with God. So your your strength of faith, um, how committed you are to your faith, how committed you are to doing those good things in the world and how that elevates you and puts you in, in a closer relationship with God. And then there's this the depth. So instead of it being a triangle, it's a pyramid because it's it's a there's depth to Islam, which is called Ihsan. And that's uh, defined as worshipping God as if God sees you and as if you see God. So it's having a real, basically an epiphany, like an, a wake up call, seeing the world in a different way, where you are not corrected by external forces, but you have an inward compass that corrects itself, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the scholar Hamza Yusuf talks about if you are speeding down the road uh, and the police you know see you, chase after you, catch you mm. or they, they pull you over and they say you were speeding, you were doing you know 70 miles an hour in a 40 mile zone you are corrected your actions are corrected by that external force mm. Um or you're speeding and you see a sign to say you're going too fast, then you're slowing down. It's sort of like a, a reminder that you need to correct your actions. Ihsan is not needing any of those things yeah. and just knowing that this is not going, I'm not going to do that, what will harm me yeah. spiritually. I'm, I'm not, and, and that you're kind of walking in, in a different zone and you are, what you are, beautifying yourself as well as and as a result beautifying the world so it's about um basically recognize perfecting yourself so so beautifying yourself making sure that what you do in the world is of beauty and is and is you know um positive and and impacts people in a beautiful way and ramadan is a opportunity because you're getting rid of everything, you only have yourself and then you can perfect yourself. That's the idea. Um, and depth of faith being that you are worshipping God as if you see God and as, as if God sees you. It's having a, an awareness of God's presence mm -hmm. in your life in every moment. Um, so I say that to say that when I'm talking about controlling your tongue, um, you know, getting rid of your vices, just having more control of yourself, da 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 da. It's all to uh, essentially chip away and and reveal my perfect, most beautiful self inwardly, that I can then be a beautiful force in the world, mm. and that I can have a level of awareness of God's presence in my life. Now, people who don't believe in God, um, another way of, of looking at that would be just feeling 
uh, a spiritual connection of sorts. So when you look at the stars and you feel something, that's that's what I mean. Like having that having that feeling every in every moment, having that mm. feeling of connectedness to the world. Um, so when I when you watch a beautiful sunset and you just feel something in your heart and you just like get that like feeling in your stomach, like you know that joy or whatever. Um, whatever it is that you go through in your life that brings you that peace and that that sort of that real connection. Um, that's what I feel. That's why I hope to feel ev- in every moment. That's what you kind of strive to feel in every moment. Um, and then you, if you're feeling that, you are then acting with that in mind and you're not then acting on ego and you're not acting on selfish desires and you're not acting on, you know, what it is that that is dragging you down to your most lowest self. You're actually on this elevated plane. Um, and Ramadan is sort of a reset button because you get to just give yourself a chance in that way. And like, I'm not gonna like come out enlightened by any means, but by doing the work of per- perfecting yourself, mastering your discipline, mastering yourself, mastering what it is that's holding you back, uh, taking a hold of the things that you don't appreciate that you need to appreciate um, taking a hold of the things that are holding you back in your relationships in you know uh, your career in you know your connection with God well what is, what is it that's holding you back by addressing all of that you can take the steps to realize Ihsan in your life um, and realize beautifying the world in your life. Making beauty is the other way of saying it, is the, the word for Isan. Mm. Um, so you can have the base level, you can have the practices of your faith and you can have the connection with God and just feel like, you know, just like want to have that connection through prayer and through re- reflection and remembrance. But if you don't have the, the the depth of faith, if you don't have that that striving to perfect oneself, um, the other things are not futile, but they're just they're not going to reach the same potential. So you're so by uh, perfecting myself, my prayer is more more effective because I'm praying with, you know, being in in a more present state. I'm praying with more intention. I'm praying with more gratitude. I'm you know. By by implementing not impl- it's not a, it's not a tool you use it's a it's a feeling it's a it's a process that you go through in life ihsan but if you if you achieve it so to speak then everything else falls into place and the same the same for it you know the other things that you do in your life like having a connection with God it will be will be greater and will will be more meaningful. Um, you'll be more charitable just because you'll want to be, not because you see that poster on the tube and you feel guilty, but mm. because you genuinely want to be. You basically are a better person, and you're a more you're just a more beautiful person, and you therefore have a far more for far more beautiful impact on the world. And and that's what Ramadan provides you with the opportunity to do. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so that so i say that to say that all the stuff about getting rid of your vices da, 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 i think there's there you know some people might might be thinking like 
why why are you doing all of that like what's the what's the what's the harm in listening to music like what's the point what's the you know like all this sort of stuff and you know why are you why are you punishing yourself why are you going through all of this and it's because if you master yourself you will be a far better person firstly but you'll be a have a far better impact in the world because you equipped yourself. Yeah, you've equipped yourself, but also you're not pointing fingers at everything else that's wrong with the world. You've actually addressed your your own faults yeah. and you've put the work in to be your best possible self, to chip away the, the, the marble to reveal the sculpture yeah. that then can beautify the world. Like yeah. and and we all have that potential. It's not it's not there for just the prophets and, and you know, for the people You've yeah, that's come. one thing um that I'm really grateful for. What's her name? Um, that lady I love watching, Joyce Meyer. She always says like, um, don't just think like all of these prophets and stuff were like unaccessible people. Like they were human beings, just like yeah. you. Like, yeah. And I think there's there's so many things that are working against us right now. Mm. But you know, like obviously as a Muslim, like there's a lot. There's a lot of misconceptions about my faith mm. there's a lot of um harm that people are doing to each other in the name of my faith mm. i can focus all all my energy on that and yeah. i can also focus all my energy on apologizing for all of it yeah. but that's not going to be helpful yeah, i think what's going to be helpful is if i work on myself if i beautify myself if i if I master my own faults and if I become the best possible person I can be that God that that God's made me to be, mm-hmm. then I can have a more positive impact in the world where people will meet me and they won't think, oh, she's a problem because she's Muslim or anything. It might just be a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. and, and they won't, you know. And my job is not my job is not to walk in the world to make you feel better about Islam. Yeah. But, you know, if I if I can have a small impact in in just beautifying the world in my own way, being more charitable, being more generous, being more compassionate, um, helpful, you know, to to my family, to my friends, to be yeah. more patient around people that I'm not that I don't like, even you know, just just yeah. be just be a better person. And if everyone did that, obviously the the snowball effect. We yeah we would be living in a different world right now but we're so busy pointing fingers and i think this is that's why ramadan is so important for me is that it's a chance to look inward um and it's a chance for all of us to look inward and and perfect ourselves and just and just give ourselves that reset button of like okay you've spent the last year hating on on trump and you've spent the last year da da da, da but what are you going to do for yourself like what yeah. is it that you can do to be a better person today and be more present today and and be a of be somebody that can beautify someone else's life you know so that's it yeah. that's that's all it is yes, i guess that's that for this week okay how do you feel yeah i'm good i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> we still got some time to go of, right yeah like half an hour oh wow whoa yeah This is the problem about when you're in other countries and like when you go to someone else's house, yeah. yeah. Is they've they would have been cooking from an hour ago, so the smell in the house would yeah, have been really delicious. Have been I'm telling you, it's torture. But 
honestly we make it hard for ourselves like that's why when i because i'm i do this by myself yeah. mostly and i i prep something 15 minutes before like i don't want to talk to myself like cooking a delicious meal you know an hour before Some anyway pain. anyway okay okay until next time bye <laughs> bye guys who's the guy Who are the guys? Whoever listens to this. No one's listening. We'll get an audience of thousands. I believe it.